Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the notion of value, or what's sometimes called price discovery. We live in a crazy world. When I was 13 years old, I got my first taste of price discovery. I was in Istanbul, Turkey, where there's the largest covered bazaar in the world. It comprises 61 streets and over 4,000 vendors. You can get lost for hours in there. One vendor was trying to sell me a metal sword, and a negotiation ensued. I was a rookie at this, but my father knew the game, and by the end of about a five-minute negotiation, we settled on a price that was about a third of the original asking price. The seller was grumbling the whole time as he wrapped up my purchase. I left his shop confident I just got a great deal. As I reflect back on it now, how much was that souvenir really worth? Is it worth what I paid for it? Did I pay too much? Did I get a great deal? I truly have no idea. There's the story of Honus Wagner. He played in Major League Baseball for 21 seasons, most of that for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was one of the first five players to be inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 1936. On October 31st of last year, one of 50 Wagner baseball cards sold for $1.4 million. It's not the most expensive version of that card to ever sell. The most expensive one sold for $3.25 million. The scarcity is part of what drives the notion of value. If there were a thousand of these cards, they would be worth much less. It's because there's only 50 remaining in existence that drives the notion of value. But who knows, maybe the baseball card's only worth two and a half cents, the cost of the paper and ink to print it. When I was a kid, I used to collect stamps. I still have that stamp collection in a box somewhere. Buried deep in one of those albums is a one-cent stamp called Penny Black. While these aren't the rarest or most expensive collector's item, Penny Blacks hold the distinction of being the very first adhesive stamp to be used in a public mail system. First issued in Britain on May 1st of 1840, Penny Blacks feature a distinctive black face and a profile of Queen Victoria. Penny Blacks were printed on an unperforated sheet and they were cut by hand. More than 68 million of those stamps were issued between 1840 and 1841, and they were eventually succeeded by Penny Reds. And today, you can buy a penny black stamp for anywhere from $100 to $3,000, depending on the condition. Now, when you buy shares in a public company, you're buying a fraction of a company. That is, presumably, a company has the ability through its active ongoing business to generate a profit for its owners. As a shareholder, you're an owner. You would think that the value of a business is somehow tied to its ability to generate a profit. A business that generates a lot of profit should be worth more than a business that generates very little. Well, Tesla stock today is trading at 1,667 times earnings. That means if Tesla remained at the same level of profitability, it would take 1,667 years for you to earn your initial investment back. And that's, of course, assuming the company paid out 100% of its earnings in dividends to the investors. At that point, I'm starting to wonder which is a better deal, the Tesla stock or the baseball card. See, the notion of value has become distorted. What is a banknote in Zimbabwe having a face value of $100 billion worth? Why is the U.S. dollar worth a dollar? Why is Bitcoin worth thirty-six dollars to $40,000? The only thing that defines the value of these items is the loose notion of value that comes from agreement. A dollar is worth a dollar because we all agree that it's worth a dollar. A Bitcoin is worth a Bitcoin because we agree that it's worth a Bitcoin. A single-family home in an expensive neighborhood is worth a million dollars because we all agree that it's worth that much. This is what's called price discovery. Now, if a house down the street sells for $100,000 more, 
Now, all of a sudden, everyone on the street thinks their house is worth 100000 more. But it doesn't really work that way. See, the world of real estate investing is different than the world of residential home ownership. It's going to take a new price discovery for another house down the street to actually sell before you know what it's worth. In the world of real estate investing, we're interested in income streams. You see, if an apartment rents for 1500 a month, that rent check clears every month. If you have a 100-unit building, then you've got over a 1,000 transactions. You've got 1,200 transactions that closed over the past 12 months. There's no speculation about what the apartments will rent for. There's hard data. And when it comes to valuation, if rental properties are valuing, say, at a 6% cap rate, then you can easily determine what a property is worth. You've got lots of data from hundreds and hundreds of actual transactions that settled each and every month. So what is a piece of real estate worth? Is it merely the result of negotiation? Or perhaps the real estate business that's wrapped around the property that's worth a multiple of its net income, its ability to generate a profit. It's not based on speculation. It's not based on some notion of value that's purely abstract. So you think about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.